1: Now from today, any person coming into Ireland from abroad will now be legally required to fill out a form telling authorities where they will be self-isolating for the next 14 days. To find out what it means for passengers arriving at Cork Airport, I'm joined by Kevin Cullinan, Head of Communications at Cork Airport. Good morning to you, Kevin. Good morning, and You're welcome to the programme. Do they fill in these forms before they get off the plane or are the forms filled in at the terminal?
0: Well, in most instances, the, the airlines, and in Cork's case at the moment, we only have a single flight with Aer Lingus and a single flight with Ryanair coming in. Um, the airline have the passenger locator forms on board. Um, so passengers, when they're now making bookings, are being uh, advised of this, that they need to have them completed. And then there's obviously signage uh, on the passenger uh Corridor leading into uh, immigration, where people must hand in those passenger locator forms to the guardie on arrival. So uh, it's become law uh, overnight. Uh, the Minister for Health, Simon Harris, brought this in, and uh, it just allows people uh, to give an address where they're staying in Ireland, or obviously where they live, uh, if contact tracing is required subsequently
1: yeah the the forms it's the same form that had been there for the last number of weeks it's just now been put on a mandatory footing isn't isn't that that isn't that the case that's it exactly yeah. so uh, and the and the address is just for contact tracing reasons only it's not that the authorities are going to go knock on somebody's door to make sure that they're self isolating
0: well it's a it's a piece of government legislation obviously that the intent is obviously to allow people um if they need to be contacted, if they've been in contact with somebody who unfortunately has been di- diagnosed with COVID nineteen, um, then obviously the, the health authorities can make immediate contact with the, with those individuals. So I think that's the intent behind the the legislation. Um, obviously, up to now, it was it was voluntary whether people gave that information or not. Um, but now, obviously, it's on a, a statutory Statue footing.
1: OK. You mentioned one flight a day from Aer uh, Lingus and uh, Ryanair. Uh, what does the airport feel like, uh, Kevin? I mean, I'm assuming it's eerily quiet. Uh,
0: well, two days a week on a Tuesday and a Saturday at the moment, there are, there are no flights whatsoever. Um, so it is a bit like the Mary Celeste. Um, when you enter the terminal building, uh, there are no cafes, restaurants, open. Um, the bank has closed during the this, this period over the last uh, 10 weeks. Uh, there's be manning check-in desks, obviously, on those two days. And, obviously, for anyone that is, and there are very, very few, um, there'd be a maximum of 40 people uh, any day at the moment flying through the airport on that single, or, or, or on a couple of days, there's there's a, a flight to Heathrow and London Stansted. But, for the rest of the time, the airport is, is open for vital air services. Obviously, people like the National Ambulance Service, and the the Air Corps, the um, rescue services, they need to obviously be able to take off and land safely. So we have been open as an essential service throughout this whole pandemic crisis. And uh, at the outset, it was important to be open, obviously, for the repatriation of, of Irish men and women that were stranded overseas or indeed doctors and nurses that were making their way back from Australia or New Zealand or Canada and um, to, to, to answer Ireland's call in the in the health service, but also obviously we have a role to play in terms of just making sure that supply chains have been maintained for the import uh, and export of key supplies. So uh, we still have a key role to play in those search and rescue missions and medical evacuations as they're required. But it's a very very quiet airport, uh, and so you know, 99% of the the numbers we would have ordinarily seen at this time of year, um, are absolutely gone at this stage.
1: I mean, this weekend, bank holiday weekend, the June bank holiday weekend, it would really have been kicking off your summer season, wouldn't it?
0: Absolutely. I mean, it, ironically, the, the end of March is when the airlines uh, normally kick in. The last Sunday of March is the traditional start for the, the summer schedules by beach of the airlines. And normally from March onwards, you're looking at an, an upward trajectory uh, up until August in terms of numbers of flights and passengers coming in and going out. Uh, the reverse has obviously happened since the middle of March where we've seen uh, uh, traffic numbers literally uh, fall off the cliff. And I see, you know, today the CSO um, released their results for, for overseas travel for the month of April. And again, that confirms there's been a 99% drop year on year in terms of the number of people arriving into Ireland uh, and indeed those departing. So all airports and all ferry ports have been witnessing and experiencing this over the last couple of
1: months. Yeah, I've th- the figures were quite stark. I mean, 1.7 million people arrived into Ireland in April of 2019, and you compared that this year, it was only 12,100 arrived at the airports with only 4,000 then arriving by ferry. It's a, uh, They really are stark, stark figures. When, Kevin, do you hope to see... An increase in flights.
0: Um, being realistic, I think it's going to be later into July and into August. Um, at the moment, um, airlines are only operating kind of a, within a, a two to three week window um, because the health situation in each country is very, very different, and there's individual restrictions by by national governments in place right across Europe at the moment. So. It's not a case that, you know, Europe can reopen on, on the same week and the same month. So it's gonna be a very, very gradual uh, reopening up uh, of routes and some routes just won't open up this year. You know, we're so deep into the summer season, as you say, that we'll have lost the May and June bank holiday weekends and so a lot of traditional summer sun routes just will not uh, operate this year. Um and then it'll be a case to see which uh, corridors of travel can open up? Uh, they're now talking about air bubbles, um, yeah. where where it would be possible for our safe flights from Ireland to reopen up onto into other countries uh, that would, you know, where they'd be at a similar level uh, in terms of of, of their return. Um,
1: Could you see that that working? I mean, I know the Canary Islands was one place that was mentioned and they've had very low COVID-19 cases. A lot of Irish people, a lot of Cork people like to go to the Canary Islands. Could you see that travel bubble working?
0: Um, I I think that's what's going to happen. um, That you'll find that there'll be kind of bilateral agreements with similar safe countries. So Ireland, maybe to the Canary Islands or Ireland to Spain, uh, you know, Germany, Austria, Czech Republic are at similar uh, stages of their their recovery in terms of suppressing the the virus at this stage. Um, Obviously, one of the the, the big impediments to that happening at the moment is the 14-day mandatory quarantine. So even if you went to the Canaries at the moment, or if travel was to resume, you would be expected, obviously, to self-quarantine those 14 days you're out there. And uh, when you come back, um, obviously you'd be filling in one of these new government passenger locator forms uh, saying that you are obviously going to self-quarantine on your return. So until until that situation is addressed...
1: Uh, I know it's to be, review- it's to be reviewed on uh, June 18th, I think, and the Irish Airline Pilots Association, they're calling on the government uh, to rethink that blanket uh, guarantee along with Michael O'Leary of Ryanair. Yes,
0: yeah, so until... Until the 14-day quarantine period uh, has been relaxed, um, it's really very difficult to see how airlines would decide uh, to start flying to markets when they know there just isn't going to be the demand. People will not, you know, for if you wanted to spend a week uh, in, in the Canaries, it's going to be in the it, cost near three weeks of your annual leave. Um, yeah. On, the, on so by the time you take the fortnight uh, into consideration that you have to stop quarantine on, on your return, but. Look, you know, it's been a national response to, to, to flatten this curve over the last number of months. And as a nation, we've done made great strides, but at enormous economic costs. And, you know, following this public health crisis, we're now into a bit of a, an economic crisis. And we just have to uh, plan and, and chart our way through through these choppy waters. And, and hopefully, you know, by the end of the year and into the start of next year, uh, it'll be a very slow recovery, um, but normal routes may start to open uh, for March of next year.
1: And you've been appointed to the to the Visit Cork Tourism Task Force. Uh, how hopeful are you, Kevin, that the tourism sector will recover and will we be able to recover some of it for this year?
0: I think what we're going to see for, for the remainder of this year is, is an emphasis on so-called staycations where, where we'll be obviously holidaying at home and once the hospitality sector again, which has been similarly decimated over the last number of months, once they're able to start reopening presently, uh, and people can start to to start renting holiday homes, and you know I heard your concerns in the programme earlier about people in, in West Cork about this weekend. But um, when the hospitality sector gets the green light to safely reopen, uh, then I think you know what the region here in the greater Cork region, East Cork, West Cork, North Cork, we'll be looking to do is obviously win back lost market share and encourage people from around the country, um, to visit Cork and enjoy, you know, the, the plethora of, uh, amenities that we have here, the fantastic scenery, uh, ashore and afloat, uh, and enjoy, you know, the great gastronomical delight that we have in, in West Cork, North Cork, and in East Cork. Um, but I think, you know, uh, the the annual holiday abroad this year is going to be put on ice until next year and hopefully we can start to see a gradual return to to city breaks and visiting family, friends in the autumn and beyond.
1: Yeah, Some kind of normality. Uh, Listen, good luck on that task force, Kevin, and stay safe and thank you for joining us on the programme this morning. My pleasure, Patricia. Good morning to you. Bye-bye. Kevin Cullinan there who is Head of Communications at Cork Airport. Here's a cool fact.